best. Wayne Allen Roots is here in the house. The house, the root built here in Las Vegas, Nevada. The root, the root, the root's on fire. Welcome to the show. New Zealand's largest egg producer goes up in flames, killing 50,000 hens amid a nationwide shortage. What is What the frick is going on? Why are food production plants around the world burning to the ground? This has been going on for a year and a half. It's not new. It's been going on since just about when Biden took office. Food production facilities and plants and ranches burning all over the United States and all over the world. And now egg producers in particular, specifically the folk focuses on eggs. Egg producers are going up in flames. Just last week in Connecticut, or maybe it's 10 days ago now, in Connecticut, one of the biggest egg producing uh, facilities in America went up in flames and 100,000 chickens died. By the way, it shows you I'm a city boy, right? I'm a Jewish kid from an all-Italian neighborhood in New York. I've never even seen uh, chickens or hens. I have no idea what lays eggs. I thought it's chickens that lay eggs, but I guess it's hens because it killed 50,000 hens amid a nationwide shortage. I have no idea. I thought in uh, in Connecticut they said 100,000 chickens died. Here they're saying 50,000 hens died. Not quite sure what the difference is or how they make uh, eggs, but in the end, I'm just telling you something's wrong. And, of course, I've seen all the articles that suggest that newest studies show that uh, eggs are very beneficial in the battle against COVID. That the egg yolk seems to have certain effects that kill the spike protein. And so doesn't it make sense that the one thing, the one food that they've narrowed down as being very good against COVID is suddenly being destroyed. They don't want you to eat eggs. The cost is $10 a dozen. Now maybe maybe going up to 11 12 13 14 $15 a dozen. Amidst all these morons telling me inflation has peaked and inflation's going down, how about a guy like me that eats a dozen eggs a day? Is inflation going down for me? It's the purest, most perfect form of protein, and you can't get it anymore. And when you get it, it's it's a fortune. Inflation isn't going down. It depends what products you're buying. I just saw the largest increase in used cars in a year and a half. So inflation is not going down. And if it is going down, it doesn't matter because it already set a a uh, not a ceiling but a floor. A floor. In other words, eggs are ten dollars a dozen. That's the that's the ground floor. They're not going down. All they're telling you is if inflation is tame, they wouldn't go up. But you still gotta pay the ten dollars a dozen for eggs. And in the case specifically of eggs, with all these plants burning uh, egg producers burning, the egg prices are guaranteed to go up. So inflation is not going down. They are lying to you. Uh, what is going down, good segue, what is going down is the United States of America with a Hindenburg. And this is the proof of it. Disney, woke freaking Disney. I almost said another word right there because I think the F word belongs with Disney from now on. I, I'm going to call them F Dizzy. F Disney. Because I need to use that word when describing this disgusting, despicable company that we should all make go bankrupt. Nobody listening to my voice, no conservative patriot in America should ever again go to Disney World, go to Disneyland, take your children to Disney World, take your children to Disneyland. None of you should ever buy Disney products. None of you should have the Disney Channel on, uh, on cable. Get rid of it. Kill Disney. End Disney. Put Disney into bankruptcy. Bring Disney their knees. A new Disney cartoon features black children singing a song about reparations and says the U.S. owes black Americans, claims America was built on slavery, and says Lincoln had no desire to liberate the slaves. Wow. Gee, Disney really learned their lesson, didn't they? The rap in, in a, I guess the cartoon is called Proud Family. The rap in Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, has been branded anti, blatant anti-white propaganda. 
Uh, Disney, who's been slammed for going woke, has gone woke again after a new cartoon series features black children rapping about reparations, saying slaves built this country. And this cartoon, now I get it, it's called The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder, has sparked outrage by showing the characters discovering that their own town was built by slaves and then giving a presentation to their school. And as part of the rap, a white character is seen standing on stage with a poster that says, Still not atoned. And during the episodes, the characters who are predominantly black in the cartoon rule that Abraham Lincoln had no desire to end slavery. And so they stage a petition to get his statue removed. These people are all insane, radical nut jobs who are ruining our country. Uh, they say that... Um, the show follows the adventures and misadventures of newly 14-year-old Penny Proud and her Proud family as they navigate modern life. Um, the show has sparked a major backlash with viewers who have accused the broadcasting giant of beaming woke BLM propaganda straight into your living room. Uh, part of the rap on the show, which is aimed at a younger audience, says, We, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic racism, prejudice, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still is not atoned for. After the scene is over, the rest of the school erupts into applause, and then a protest of Abraham Lincoln is planned with characters deciding something needs to be done. Wow. In another scene, the kids are peacefully protesting when cops in riot gear show up. Um... In another scene, the kids are peacefully protesting when the cops show up. Uh, let's see. It turns into a standoff between cops and the children with one yelling, stand your ground, and a police officer pushing a black bystander. One viewer said this is nothing short of woke propaganda. Well, another said, imagine paying money to Disney to teach your kids to hate themselves and hate their country. Wow. That is really just uh, beyond the pale. I can't even believe this is the United States of America. Yeah, we're built on slavery. It's all about slavery. Everything about America is in slavery. You watch the uh, the award shows, and everybody's black, and they're all getting awards, and they're all making millions and millions of dollars a day or a week. It's it's really about slavery. They're all still slaves making millions per week. All the baseball players, millions per week. Football players, millions per week. Basketball players, singers, uh, you name it, rappers, uh, dancers, uh, black actors. Everybody's making millions of dollars a week, let alone millions a year. But we're such a terrible nation. Beyonce and her hubby. Worth a billion dollars. Actually, a lot more than a billion dollars. I'm just sick of the whole damn thing. I really am. Sick of it. I can't stand it. The white middle class is getting screwed, and you're complaining, and you're complaining for a reason, because deep down, black people know this is how you get rich in America. You complain, and you ask for more money, and more money, and more money, and you take it away from the white people, and you give it to yourselves, and then you complain some more that it's not good enough, so that we're the ones who are broke, and we can't complain because we're white. You get into college, we can't get into college. How about white people that are poor? How about white people that are lower middle class? How about white people that are working class? How about white people that are middle class? How about we deserve a shot in college? You don't give it just to black people because the color of their skin, some of whom are children of rich people. You don't give it just to gay people. How about a, a, white, a white straight kid gets into college once in a while nowadays? Just to disgrace what's happened to this country and the racism and the prejudice and the bias is uh, over the top. Here's another example, because it's happening in every Western country. The woke Church of England to consider a gender-neutral God. 
They want to abandon the gospel in favor of referring to God in a gender-neutral manner. So the Bible can't be, a, uh, the God can't be a man anymore. The Bible's got to be changed because God can't be a man. What if God is a man? What if God was a man and is a man? Then you can't change reality. God was a man. Jesus is a man, was a man. And, is. and last but not least, how much time we have left, Chris? About 90 seconds. Chris is laughing so hard he can't even get the 90 out. So um, I, I just want to make sure everyone listening to me, so many of my fans work at casinos in this town and restaurants in this town. And everywhere I go, I'm just treated like a superstar and mobbed by waiters and bartenders You guys, because you guys are all conservatives. And I now know why you're all conservatives, why every bartender and waiter and waitress and hostess is a conservative in this town and everywhere else probably. And no one expected that, right? Republican Party used to be the party of the rich. Now it's the party of the working class. Biden's IRS plans to crack down on waiters' tips. Tax expert says they're coming after the waitresses' tips now. You should all be Republicans. If you cannot stand taxes, if you can't stand the damn IRS, if you can't stand being a slave to government, you should be a Republican conservative. And now the IRS is coming for all of you waiters and waitresses. So this message isn't for my good conservative listeners. It's for all your friends to pass along to all your dumb friends who are waiters and bartenders that are liberals. The IRS is coming for you. Democrats just demanded 87,000 new IRS agents and funded 87,000 new agents. And they're coming for you, waiters and waitresses and bartenders. Josh Manning, welcome back. You are starring today, guest starring on our seventh anniversary show, and I never even remembered it till just now. Seven years on the air. Whew. Man, I feel special, Wayne. I love it. Here on your seventh anniversary, big stuff. Here's to here's to well, I don't know how you are how old you are. Here's to twenty eight <laughs> years more. <laughs> I'm a hundred at least. At least in radio years, I'm a hundred and twenty. Oh man, I feel like it sometimes. Three hours a day talking is like, oh my god. Radio years are like it. dog years. I don't know how and I do it either. And then you've got the show, and then you've got the TV show. I don't know. Well, how you the TV do show it. is part of the radio show, except for the weekend show. So thank God the TV show is part of the radio show. Anyway, look, we were just talking about race and how they're looking at yes. just you know uh, they're always uh, the, the media and liberals are always against white people and they're always protecting black people and you know even if they commit crimes i don't protect white people if they commit crimes if you're bad you're bad if you're good you're good i good i don't care what color you are but i see you've got a story right here on your site you've got to see the picture media literally changed the race <laughs> of a florida bus attacker i don't even know that story educate us all right so last week uh, that's the same thing's happening here i bet you actually do know part of the story last week a uh, video came out of two kids on a bus uh beating the mess out of a girl on a bus. The kids, or at least one of the kids, was 14. Uh, the girl was 9, and uh, everyone involved was black. The The kids who were beating uh, the girl were black, and the victim was black as well. So, uh, not helpful for the narrative, because the narrative is that whites are the problem, black folks never the problem. Black, every problem with blacks comes from whites. So, uh, the narrative screwed up there. So, uh, instead of telling the truth, uh, this is spectacular. iHeartRadio ran a story about this, but they ran, I think it was from their station in Miami, but instead of the picture of still from the video of the two black kids beating up the black girl, instead of showing that, Wayne, what picture did they use? They picked 
they used a picture of a white boy beating up another white boy. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. It was the feature image on the story. It was the feature image. So even if you didn't read the story, if you just clicked right. on it or you, you were scrolling through, beating whites. you yeah. would see the headline and you would see the picture of the white kids uh, doing violence. And are, are you aware? It a minute ago. It doesn't Judge. matter. We don't care about the race. Yeah. Well, uh, just are you aware that there's a famous actor in Hollywood? I can't remember his name, but he's Indian, as in from India. And he, he admitted in some sort of an interview in the trade papers in Hollywood that um, you can't ever show uh, criminals who are of color anymore. He tried out for a part, and, and being a dark-skinned Indian, they would not allow him to play the criminal. <laughs> Only white people can be criminals. And I've noticed on all the shows I watch, every criminal's white, every terrorist's white. There's never a Muslim terrorist. There's never a black person committing crimes. Every Every gangbanger is white. It's the most ridiculous, absurd thing ever. White people are supposed to always be painted as criminals now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you brought up Dr. King earlier. He said we ought to be judged by the content of our character, not the color of our skin. That's exactly, exactly right. That's how it should be. If you're a dirtbag, you should get called out whether you're white or black. If you're a great person, that's fantastic. Skin color should not matter. That was the dream. The left has destroyed that. They are bringing racism back uh, about faster than we got rid of it. It's, It's heartbreaking. All right, uh, Josh Manning is Deputy Managing Editor at WesternJournal.com, and he does a great job and always does a great job on our show. You're welcome back for the 14th and the 21st anniversary, Josh, every seven years. We'll see you, we'll see you in seven years. Bye-bye. <laughs> we have him every other week. Josh is with us all the time. That's how good he is. We love him. We'll speak to you in just a few minutes on Liddell TV and USA Audio Network. some fun on a Thursday. It's the last day of the week. Remember, Fridays don't count because it's Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. This is the last day of the week, and that's good because I've got to tackle something that's going to be mega heavy here in just a second. Before I get to the mega heavy, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, I'm going to get to some emails, but we have another Republican lawmaker in New Jersey dead. That's two within a week. We have... More bribery, legalized bribery. How does this federal corruption work? We have Senator Cucumber back in the hospital. Uh, The war drums between us and China are pounding. All that and much, much, much more coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I also have a couple funny little Biden bits that you'll enjoy. Just uh, Eric Adams is about to have a, a rude awakening, I believe. All that and so much more, but I have... Two different things I want to get to right off the bat, and I'm going to connect them. And I hope I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to try to not be upset. I do not do a lot of yell and scream radio, as you well understand. I don't do that for a couple different reasons. One, I don't think it's good for you. I don't. I remember. I I remember. I used to consume talk radio all the time, working construction, always driving back and forth, always working out of town, and I would listen to all the shows, all the shows, the big ones, the small ones, all the shows, and there were some where they yell and scream a lot. It's the end of the world. Everything sucks. If it, 
And even though it was a good show and a good host, and I'm not dogging on that, I would constantly find myself at the end of the show feeling like crap. Always feeling like crap. And I didn't like that. And I never wanted to do a show that way. Uh, on occasion, I realize I have just because it's a heavy topic or something. But I, I love it that you send me all these emails telling me that, that you laugh. I love that. So that's one of the reasons I don't. It's not good for you. Another reason is it's not good for me. If I get myself worked up, this has happened before. You remember there have been nights like when our 13 warriors died in Afghanistan. I probably count the times on one hand where I've lost it on the radio and started yelling. Just don't do a lot of it. I don't feel good the rest of the night. And lots of times you do. I'll get my emails. Jesse, thanks. I needed to hear that. Jesse, I was mad too. But I'll just be miserable the rest of the night. I've made myself miserable. So I don't like doing that. And I'm going to really genuinely try not to do it now. But I have two emails and then a headline. Just stay with me for a moment. The warm-up is this. Jesse, what's really going on? I think our country's totally screwed after listening to clips of the State of the Union. I'm disgusted and embarrassed. I can't help but feel, or I can't believe how much Biden lies, and I feel hopeless as to what to do. Hopeless as to what to do. Says, I don't think a Republican has a chance of winning because the swing states, so on and so forth. Okay, Set that aside for a moment. I have this email. Oh, gosh. Jesse, yesterday, my grandson died of a fentanyl overdose. My anger towards Biden and Harris, the borders are, for allowing these drugs to cross the border, it is so insignificant to them. My grandson is dead. My son had two fabulous sons, and now his youngest is dead. I don't know what to do with my anger. I want them to know that their actions are killing our children. My son is completely broken. Signed, the saddest grandmother on earth. She asked that I not use her name. And that brings me to this. Not a headline you've probably even read today. Probably not one you've heard about. But foxnews.com. Biden administration removing most surveillance balloons at the southern border, quote, due to cost, sources say. Significantly reducing the number of aerostats being used to monitor the overwhelmed southern border. Significantly, by the way. They're slashing all of our observation of the southern border. Now, why did I read the first email first about feeling hopeless. Jesse, I don't know what to do. Jesse, I'm lost. Jesse, I feel hopeless. Jesse, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I am not some person with any kind of unique amount of wisdom or insight. So I can't tell you how to live your life, but I can tell you this, and this is a fact. I feel hopeless sometimes too. I feel down sometimes too. Sometimes I look at the state of the country I love, the country I would die for, And honestly, even though this sounds kind of weak, it breaks my heart. I look at what's happened in my country and it breaks my heart. I hate it. And sometimes, this is very rare, but you know how much fun I have doing the show. We laugh and we play fart sounds and we screw off and we have fun. Like I have fun, you have fun. I want it to be fun. But there are sometimes, rarely, but there are days where I get so disheartened, I think to myself, man, why even bother? Let's go do something else. Why even... 
Why even bother? Why even sit down? Why bother? And I have these moments too, so I'm not acting like I don't. But then I get emails from the saddest grandmother on earth and so many others, countless other examples I get. My grandson's dead. And I think to myself, when I get emails like that, right now there's a broken grandmother, a broken father, a broken older brother. Imagine the hell that family's going through right now. And they're going through that hell because we have opened up the southern border on purpose. It's not an accident. It's not a failure. The right wing loves to say that. Republicans and all these loser pundits out there. What? Biden's failure at the border. It's not a failure. It's not an accident. It's not a whoopsie. They intentionally opened up the southern border because his administration is full of committed communists who believe that flooding America with illegal immigrants will help burn the country to down, which is something they've always wanted to do. And as a result, now we have the saddest grandmother on earth, the saddest father on earth, the saddest oldest older brother on earth. That family within a few days, this looks like it was Wednesday, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, will stand over a casket and say goodbye forever. And it's being done on purpose. And then I go back to those days that I have where I feel like it's not worth it. There's no point. What are we doing? Maybe I'll shoot. Maybe I'll go to. Maybe I'll watch sports. Maybe I'll switch to sports radio. Ah, can you believe that Boston strikes, baby? How could I ever, though? How could you ever walk away from the fight we're in? You see, we don't argue about politics like people think. You're not political. I'm not political. You're arguing. You're fighting for. You want some hope? I don't know if I can give you hope. But I can give you some motivation. You're not fighting for politics or Republicans or conservatism or libertarianism or the Constitution or the right wing. You're not actually fighting for those things. You're fighting for life. You're fighting for your lifestyle, the lifestyle of future generations. You're fighting. You wake up every day and you consume this stuff and you're becoming an activist and you're running for school board and you're donating to political campaigns. Maybe your time, maybe your money, maybe you're both. You listen to the to radio, you watch TV, you get boned up on the issues, not because you're political, but because you understand that life and death is at stake here. Life and death, that the things you want produce life and produce life abundantly. And the things these pieces of trash want kill people. Joe Biden and the communists who work for him have already killed people. And it is their full intention to continue to kill as many people as humanly possible until they're done killing. Then they'll usher in the next group of killers to kill even more. Do you want hope? Again, I don't know that I can give you hope. I've told you, I believe federally we're pretty much finished. I'm kind of out on the presidential race because I don't think DeSantis or Trump can save the country. I'd very much, though, have a ton of hope for local. And I promise you, if we get hopeless, if we get down, if we give up, if we call it a day, then my emails are going to be full of more sad grandmas and more sad grandmas and more sad grandmas and more dead teenagers and more dead teenagers and more heartbreak. Why? Because the ambassadors of death are not down and out, and they're not quitting, and they're not feeling hopeless. They've never felt more bold in their entire life. So we, hopeless or not, up, down, feeling good, feeling bad, happy about the headlines, I don't give a crap what it is. 
We don't have an option to quit. It's not an option. There is no quit. To quit is to die. If not you, maybe that person you love the most. Maybe your wife, husband gets killed by an illegal immigrant tonight. Maybe your son, daughter, God forbid, dies of fentanyl, takes a pill, they took at a party, which, which could happen to anybody, right? I've taken them at a party. <laughs> yeah, sure, hand it to me. What's it do? Cool. Could be it. Dead. Gone. Hopeless you may be. Briefly. Quit. You're not allowed. Sorry. There are too many grandmas out there. All right? All right. Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show reminding you that tomorrow, tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. For you new listeners on Friday, a little different. All three hours are you. Whatever you email in, whatever question does not have to be political, can be about anything. Can be stupid, can be historical, can be about employment. I don't care. Whatever you email in to Jesse at jessekellyshow.com right now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Get it in now. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We've already started a fat stack, and we'll be churning and burning through them tomorrow. One final thing on this, and I'm going to move on because I, I know that was a, a little bit of a sour way to open, and it was heavy, and it was a lot to take in, but it was on my mind, and I, just, I normally just go with whatever's on my mind at the time. Chris brought up one of my favorite quotes of all time, why we can't give up, why we can't get so hopeless, hopeless to the point we just kind of cash it in. Well, whatever, I'll go watch football. No more politics. Why can't we? That great John Adams quote, I must study politics and war that my sons may have the liberty to study mathematics and philosophy. I, as a father, do not ever have the luxury of saying, ah, I'm good. You know, I'm done. I think, I think I'm good here. I'll, I'll go do something else. I'll go back. I'll sell RVs. I'll go do something else. No, I don't have, I don't have that luxury. I have sons. They're going to get married one day. They're going to have little boys and girls too. What kind of country are those kids going to have? I don't have the luxury of quitting. Neither do you. Sorry. Can't quit. All right. Now, let's deal with something else a little bit different. Because, there's look, there's a lot of different places I can go here on a night like tonight. World War III and Fetterman back in the hospital. And there's a lot of different places I can go. But I do think, as long as we're on the theme of the ambassadors of death, I do think it's a Pretty good thing to bring up what's going on in New Jersey. Jesse, you talk about how we should run for local office, but for the second time in a week, a Republican New Jersey lawmaker has been murdered in broad daylight. Okay. Well, one thing I need to clarify. I do tell you to run for local office. School board, city council, sheriff, county board of supervisors. These are the things that will determine your community, your standard of living, the lives your, children's live, your children live. These are the roots. Washington, D.C., that's the leaves of the tree and the branches. It's the part you see, but it's not the most important part. The most important part is the roots. All begins local. We take back the roots, we'll eventually take back it all. But please don't, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Politics is a contact sport. It is now. It always has been. No, I don't think you'll be killed. Lord willing, you won't be killed. But 
when I tell you to run for office, I'm well aware of what I'm signing you up to do because I've done it twice. I've, I've done it. I put my money where my mouth is. I'm signing you up for hate mail. We got a letter, a personalized handwritten letter, anonymously, of course, from someone in our own church telling us, Democrat in our own church back when I was running for Congress in Arizona, telling us they hope my, both my sons get their hands caught in a blender. You're signing up to be yelled at. You know that, right? Screamed at. Harassed. I'm not sugarcoating things for you. I don't want to. I don't want you to think that it's just going to be, well, I'm a Republican. They're a Democrat. No, 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 no. They're not Democrats anymore. They're violent, vile, committed communists who all believe that you're a Nazi and they're going to treat you as you would treat a Nazi. I'm signing you up for for political hell. I know that. I'm well aware of it. Just don't be under any notion that it, it will happen any other way. And when you go into local politics, it gets extra vicious. And here's why. Because the communists have a firm hold on, oh, the local politics. Even in your Republican area. Jesse, not me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in Long Island. Go look at how many Democrats are elected in Long Island. Go look. No. They get extra possessive about these areas. And they'll fight you tooth and nail. And it's your neighbor. Unlike national politics, some loser on CNN trashes me, trashes the Jesse Kelly show. That's fine. I'm not going to run into him when I grab some burger on the way home tonight to make the world famous Jesse Kelly burgers. But you, however, you are going to run into that campaign manager for the Democrat when you're down at the Piggly Wiggly picking some stuff up. That's going to be a problem. That's what I'm signing you up for. And along the theme of the ambassadors of death, what's going on in New Jersey? Headline, second Republican New Jersey council member was shot dead Wednesday just a week after the first was gunned down outside of her home. I'm not going to give out the names just like I didn't give out the names last time. It's all, it's all really ugly. You should know the last one, the last one. Uh, well, I'm not going to go. You know what? I'm not going to go into the details of it. It doesn't matter. But how does this happen? One I don't have any idea if these were connected. They were within miles of each other. It's my understanding less than 20 miles apart these murders took place. Is this targeted political violence? I don't know. The, la- the, the last guy who got killed? Guy killed himself before we could ever find out. Is it targeted political violence? Well, let's dig into if that's an actual possibility. Why don't we start there? Why don't we start with the art of the possible, as they say. Republicans are dying in New Jersey. Who's killing them? Why are they being killed? Let's dig into that in just a moment, and then we'll get to the open corruption of Washington, D.C. Before we get to these things, let's get to this. In the future, we talk about this. We're not going to sit out. We're not going to sit out. We're not going to feel hopeless. We're not going to give up. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep fighting. But oftentimes we lose sight of some things. We lose sight of the fact that in this culture, when the the ambassadors of death have taken over all of it, that you actually have an opportunity to fight every day. Why? Because the enemy's all around you. That great chesty polar quote, when they were surrounded by the Chinese at the Chosen Reservoir in Korea, he said, we're surrounded. That simplifies our problem. We were looking for them and now they're everywhere. We just go any direction. That's where they are. <laughs> Same thing for you. 
because the corporate world has chosen to go this route, you have an opportunity. Your cell phone bill is an opportunity. You taking advantage of it? If you have Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're not taking advantage of it. You're just paying the communists every month, and they're going to take your money and keep producing filth. If you take 10 minutes right now on the phone and switch to Pure Talk, you did take advantage of it. But what you do there is up to you. Same great 5G coverage. Your bill will go down significantly. My bill got cut in half. Dial pound 250 right now. Say Jesse Kelly. That'll not only save you more money off the first month, you can feel good about your cell phone bill. Pound 250. Say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk today. To show how much you mean to Turn your back on the baby. Has there been a disconnect between working class voters who should be aligned with Democrats uh, economically uh, and and party leaders? Uh, there was, and you look at the numbers, there's a hemorrhaging of our Latino community, our AAPI communities that's leaving the tra- traditional Democratic uh, base. I love that. By the, I'll, I'll play the rest of that Eric Adams quote here in a second, but I love, it really stood out to me when I heard it on the news. I love that we're losing our... Latino community, our AA community. It is crazy how often Democrats in this country let the mask slip and their feeling of ownership of certain communities in the country. They really genuinely feel like, no, no, you're ours. We're losing our. Uh, You never had them. All right, all right, back to this. Two Republicans, New Jersey, within actually 15 miles of each other, gunned down in a week. I don't know the motives. I don't know what happened. We're not going to know it for quite some time. And if the motives are what we suspect they might be, we will never know it because we all know it simply will be covered up. That's what happens in this country. Whenever there's even the slightest hint of any right-wing political violence, it is amplified to act like it is the absolute, uh, I, don't, I don't know, the siege of Paris or something like that. Whenever there's any communist violence in the country, it's always either ignored or dismissed as someone, just some nut, oh, it's just a one-off. It's just a, even though there have been consistent violent acts from communists in America over the last decade, violence, murder, assault, horrible things. So I don't know. I don't know about these, these specific cases, but I do know this. We have referenced time and time and time again stochastic terrorism. Now, what exactly is it? I'm not even going to read that stupid, boring dictionary definition again. Stochastic terrorism. It's the leaders of a society, people with a gigantic platform, announcing over and over and over again, oh, man, those, uh, oh, I'm looking at Chris. It's a great example. Man, those Jews, they're a problem. Freaking Jews, Jews this, Jews that, Jews, 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 Jews in the banks, Jews in this, Jews in that, Jews in that. Oh, what? There was an attack last night on a Jew? No, you don't say. Not that anything like that would obviously ever happen here in the United States of America. We, we would never fall into stochastic terrorism. The joint session of Congress, according to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. In America, evil will not win, I promise you. Hate will not prevail, and white supremacy will not have the last word. 
they want white supremacy by ventriloquist effect. There is a black mouth moving, but a white idea through the running on the runway of the tongue of a figure who justifies and legitimates uh, the white supremacist practices. You have had others uh, who have openly embraced uh, white supremacy. I think the Republican Party is sort of this extremist, uh, anti-science, nativist, um, you know, embracing uh, white supremacist, insurrectionist party at this point. White nationalists, uh, anarchists, whatever in this country that are using mass mandates and a public health crisis to sort of wage, uh, wage chaos. Don't worry, you live in the United States of America. There's not going to be stochastic terrorism here. They're certainly not going to classify one side of the political aisle as enemies of the state and somebody maybe you should hurt and feel like the good guy while you, you do it. Swatting happening and Nazis walking around. It, it is a scary time. He's been playing the racist card. Uh, he said, I'm a nationalist. David Duke comes out the next day saying, thank you. Thank you so much. We now know that we have in the White House someone who could lead the Ku Klux Klan in the United States of America. Somebody who could be the leader of the neo-Nazi and publish just his words. This is still a white supremacist house. You still have actual Nazis in the house. This distraction and sleight of hand is basically what modern Republican politics is all about. I mean, it sure ain't about governing. It's about selling white grievance and rage. The same rage that produces attacks on Asian Americans and Jewish people and on our capital. It is... I can't tell you how hilarious I think it is that Black Joanne Reed blames white supremacy for attacks on Asian Americans and Jews when it was black people who were attacking Asian Americans and Jews consistently over the last year or two. Now, there's a lot of cultural tensions there for many reasons we've talked about extensively on the show. Look, a lot of this Jewish-black tension goes clear back to Crown Heights and things like that. Asian American and black tensions have been around forever. I mean, rapper Ice Cube was rapping about Koreans and things like that a long, long time ago. These are standard cultural tensions. But Black Joy Ann Reed assigns all these attacks to white supremacy when virtually 100% of them were black people. Interesting. A party that uh, is, uh, well, it's. <laughs> It's what we read in the history books about Hitler. There is no difference from what Donald Trump is preaching from what Adolf Hitler preached in the early 30s. I don't know why two Jersey councilmen have been killed in the last week, but I do know this, and I know this for 100% fact. I have been warning about it for a very long time. It is coming to fruition. We are entering a period of time in the country where political violence is going to become the norm. Why? It's hard to look. It's hard to come out and say it, but it's been a heavy first hour anyway. Why is political violence going to become the norm? In fact, it's going to pick up from here. There'll be more assaults and assassinations of elected Republican officials, pundits on the right. These things will increase. Why are these things going to increase? Me, Chris? I don't know. Maybe me. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I'll check out of here whenever the good Lord's ready to take me. Anyway. Why are these things going to increase, though? Why? Because the people who lead the country want them to. The entire federal government, they're all activist Democrats now. I'm not even talking about the elected leaders. The entire federal government, the whole administrative state, from the CIA, FBI, DOJ, more judges than you can, co- than you can possibly count. All activist Democrats now. All. Eh. Either they want you hurt for what you believe or they're kind of okay with it. The whole Democratic Party in Washington, D.C., the entire Democrat pundit machine, 
Hollywood, how many people, how many people who make the movies everyone goes and watches, how many of those people, whatever the latest producer of the latest piece of woke trash for Disney is, how many of those people do you think, if you were to sit them down and attach them to a lie detector, how many of those people are kind of okay if you get hurt for being pro-life, for wanting to secure the border? Do you think they're okay if you get hurt for that? Your sports stars. Most definitely your educators, young people over and over and over again, have it poured into their ears. Nazis, Nazis, you're fighting Nazis. You're up against Nazis. 18 years, at least in America's education system. You're fighting Nazis. America sucks. These are white supremacists. You're fighting Nazis. Soon you've got a 22, 23 year old who believes they're on a mission from God and they better stop these evil Republicans or else this is not decreasing. This is increasing now. And now that you are completely sandwiched because they have the justice system and they have all the vile street scum on the bottom. That's why I don't use stochastic terrorism as much as I say sandwiched. You have the Joe Bidens. You have the Joy Ann Reeds. You have the college professors. Nazi, Nazi, they suck. Nazi, white supremacist. And then you have the group of vile losers on the bottom with no purpose in life, nothing left to live for. They look at you and your Donald Trump bumper sticker and they think, look at that Nazi. I can go be the good guy and take that guy down. This will increase, not decrease. You think it's bad now? Ho ho. Wait until Donald Trump or Heavy D win the presidency in 2024, if they do, sir. Look, figures crossed. But you think it's bad now? You thought it was bad under Trump? Woo-wee. You ain't seen nothing till part two. Just a heads up. All right. Why are people rejecting Canada? <laughs> people are rejecting Canada. We have to talk about this and we'll get to emails. Now that, that was enough heavy for the night. Let's let's you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna take that and we're gonna lay it down. All that heaviness, we're gonna lay it down. You're listening to the Oracle. You're gonna love this one. It's a scream, baby. The Jesse Kelly Show. Here's something that you're never gonna forget. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, reminding you that tomorrow is an ask. Dr. Jesse Friday, and you need to get your questions emailed in right now. Why are you so late? Get them emailed in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We're going to get to more open Washington, D.C. bribery. I do have to let Eric Adams finish that little quote we played earlier. I just, man, this is something. Why has there been a disconnect between working class voters who should be aligned with Democrats uh, economically? Uh, and and party leaders. Uh, there was, and you look at the numbers, there's a hemorrhaging of our Latino community, our AAPI communities that's leaving the tra- traditional Democratic uh, base is because we've allowed the loudest and those who consider themselves to be woke. Some of us never went to sleep. And we hear and speak directly to people. And I think the party is now understanding that we have to speak at those issues that are important. Jobs, Public safety, educating our our children, mm-hmm. good health care, just these common, you know, kitchen table issues. Makes so much sense, doesn't it? Bet you didn't think you'd be agreeing with Eric Adams on something. But here's something we've talked about a lot, and it's true, and it's going to remain true. How it ends, I don't know. Remember we did a show, it might have been last week or two weeks ago. Chris, I mean, I don't know. Did Chris... Do you know the time? Name me a time. Name me a time. 
What, Chris? What? Do you know? Honestly, I don't remember when we did that show, The Monster Under the Bed. But in case in case you missed it, I can't believe you would have missed a single minute of the Jesse Kelly show, especially because I'm a world-famous author whose book is available at jessekellybook.com. We did a show on The Monster Under the Bed, and what I said was this. I, I think there's a monster under my bed. I believe he's some big one with 10 eyes and fangs and claws. And if he gets, if I get out of my bed, I'm laying there in the middle of the night and I wake up and uh, I have to pee. But if I wake up, he's going to kill me. Now you're saying to me, Jesse, just go pee. He's not under the bed. You'll be fine. It's make believe. Yes, you're correct. It is make believe. The monster isn't actually real. But that doesn't matter as long as I think the monster is real. The end result is just the same as if he is real. I still won't go pee. That's just the truth. Eric Adams, any one of these senior Democrats now, and there are many of them, the older ones in the party. Oh, it's January 20th, hour one, Chris. Man, I must have been so brilliant then that you nailed that up. Way to name me a time, Chris. Name me a time. Name me a time. What, Chris? Anyway, anyway, the end result is the same. So Eric Adams and these senior Democrats who are out there, and you've, you've heard some of this chirping now, they're lamenting the insanity of their party. It's no longer unions or, or, or any of these other things. It's, hey, we should cut off that kid's penis. It just it went nuts right off the bed. It went nuts. And he can sit and lament that those people are being listened to now, that those people control the Democratic Party now. He can lament it on Morning Joe all he wants, but they still remain in control. How many real public safety policies has Eric Adams put into place as New York City, as head of New York City? Have you been overwhelmed? Have you noticed that New York City, the NYPD, have you noticed retirements going down since Eric Adams got elected? He's going to reverse all that crazy de Blasio stuff? Oh, you didn't? You mean you mean he got elected and just basically continued everything the last idiot did? Well, why? I don't understand why. He just told Morning Joe that, that he doesn't like all this woke stuff. He can like it. He can dislike it. He can see that it's helpful. He can see that it's not helpful. It really doesn't matter. The truth is, for Eric Adams, for Joe Biden, for all of them, the monster's under the bed. They believe if they step out of line when it comes to these things, when it comes to these crazy nutball issues, if they step out of line, they will be eaten alive by that monster with 10 eyes and big fangs under the bed. It doesn't matter that they could walk out anyway and ignore them. There could be some Democratic Party resurgence where normal people take back over the party and then we can go back to some sense of normalcy in this country where we're just arguing about taxes and things like that. These things could happen, but they absolutely will not happen because whether it's there or not, Eric Adams and Joe Biden believe that monster is there. I've brought this up when it comes to America's corporations. Like I have a headline here. We're going to get into this next hour. I'm not going into it right now, but Disney's going to cut 7,000 jobs. Disney Plus... They have never lost subscribers. Disney Plus is now hemorrhaging subscribers. You are turning it off. And by the way, good for you. I'm proud of you. Cancel Disney Plus. Don't go to Disney Parks. Don't go to the new Marvel movie. I think there's a, what is it, Ant-Man or something like that's coming out. Resist the urge. Tell little Johnny no. 
and tell him why the answer is no. Just to say, just don't say no. We're not going. No, we're not going to support that commie field company. Anyway, Disney losing subscribers. They're in such bad financial shape. They're cutting seven thousand jobs. Remember that old saying: "Hundred percent true." As a CEO, you're only as good as your last quarter. When you're the CEO of Disney and you're hemorrhaging money and subscribers, guess what? You're not the god king as CEO. You're just part of the board, and the board will drag your butt in front of the board and say, hey, CEO, explain this. So Disney knows. Bob Iger, he's the head of, C- head of Disney. He knows. He knows what it will take to bring you back, to bring me back. The Kelly family, I've been to Disney World. I took a vacation. Remember I brag about the one time I went to Europe as if I'd been there a whole bunch? It was an Adventures by Disney trip. We were Disney people. Disney World. I've been there. We had Disney Plus. Like We were Disney people. I liked the superhero stuff for the boys and the fun stuff and the family. We haven't consumed anything from there forever. He needs me back. He needs me, the wife, the kids back. He needs my kids taking their kids to Disney World one day. Watching the newest superhero movie. He needs it. He, he knows he needs it. He needs you back. So why not just stop? Bob? Hey, why not stop? I guarantee you, even though he's probably a nutball communist himself, if you were to get Bob Iger in a room and strap him into a lie detector test, I guarantee you he would say, hey, I'd love to stop. Man, I can't. I can't stand this stuff. It's costing us money. It's going to cost me my job. It's going to cost other people their jobs. We're having all these layoffs. I want to stop. I want I want to quit all this nonsense. I don't want to gay up the next Disney movie. I just want to make a normal movie. Just good guys and bad guys and just normal life. I want this to stop. But Jesse, you don't understand. There's a monster under the bed. Jesse, if I stop, that monster with the 10 eyes and the fangs, he's going to eat me. Jesse, I can't stop. There's nothing I can do. So these people can complain about it all they want. I wish it would stop. We got to go back. Kitchen table issues. These people know the truth. They know, but they can't do anything about it because that make-believe monster under the bed, it's not make-believe for them. For them, it's real. All right. Open bribery. And emails. Hang on. And he said, Dad, guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse, 7 have been arrested for fraud, 19 have been accused of writing bad checks, 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses, 3 have done time for assault, 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit, 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges, 8 have been arrested for shoplifting, 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. 